0: What's up, my people? I think I'm going to start trying to inform you guys in some way, shape, or form uh, when I'm deciding to go live, like what nights, just so people aren't up, hanging out, waiting on nights I'm not going to. So probably on at least every, well, probably every platform, I'm going to try and start putting a post out Stating when my lives are going to take place. If I don't post, I'm not going live. And then if I do, I'll probably go live. What is up, Bianca? How's everybody doing? What's up, Jason, David, Janice? Whoa. TikTok live dead. Let's go. I know. I know. It's been a couple days. I've been had a lot going on. I had to get this room reorganized and all that good stuff I'm in the midwest midwest what is happening people uh what? what up from memphis what's happening cool yeah like i said i tried to get on by 12:30 the latest let's go facebook make sure y'all are hitting that like screen I really appreciate it. I got some pretty good content for you tonight. We're going to talk about uh, the Russia's alien book of secrets more. But um, I just wanted to talk a little something, something before that. Uh, so, welcome to Nightcap with Night God. Bringing you content straight from the underground. So. What A part of my, I guess I call it my job kind of now, one of the coolest things out of all this experience has been the followers that hit me up and they tell me stories just based on my content, right? Just based on my content, I get messages all the time from people who... They started out with, I've never told anybody this. And I'm a complete stranger to them. It's kind of cool. It's one of the coolest parts of this gig, right? Um, You know, from alien abductions to, you know, uh, something going on in their life, visions, uh, encounters, Stuff like that. Um, Not always alien abductions. Bigfoot encounters as well. Like I've heard a lot of cool stories. Werewolves. Um, I haven't shared them all, but um, people who, one girl messaged me today and she talked about how uh, she was younger, woke up to go to the bathroom, and she said there's this window in her place that was always like kind of open there, but she's on the second story, but she'd always just glance at that window when she would pass from the bedroom to the bathroom. So, um, this particular time she looked over and she saw something move. So she was like, what the hell was that? You know, and she's on the second floor. Uh, so she walks over to the window and she said, this being was in the window It showed its face. And she said, it was not, it was just a straight demon, like a straight devil, right? It scared the living daylights out of her. Blackness in its eyes, um, just an evil looking entity. And she said, after watching my content, she actually, hey, appreciate the gifts. Appreciate the gifts. Yeah, all gifts are awesome, guys. I really appreciate them. Um, on TikTok, yeah, I'll follow you guys too. Uh, all you gifters, I'll follow. So, uh, anyway, she said, after she started watching my content, she had a realization. She's like, it wasn't a demon. It was a reptilian, okay, um, which kind of took me back. I was like, wow, cool, you know, uh, and you guys remember reading in that uh, Russia's Daily Book of Secrets that they they oftentimes will, you know, I don't know how much I can get away with talking on TikTok. Um, they banned my video on, I did, a, if you guys saw it, uh, probably you guys saw it. Uh, they banned my video on um, Victor Grabenikov. And his flying apparatus made with beetle wings. Yeah, they they banned it. (laughs) Um, Not sure why. But they did. So I always really watch what I say on TikTok. um, Which kind of stinks because Facebook and and YouTube are usually pretty lenient on content you talked about. But um, basically they use women for uh, reproduction, supposedly. Okay, I'll leave it at that. But uh, yeah, she said she saw it and she realized that. But, um, also another thing that people hit me up about is experiences that they have in life, like out of body, um, light orbs, you know, uh, certain things that make them feel like there's more to them than just being a human being, Right. Uh maybe like this one dude right? He said he would go to these uh, festivals he's from Puerto Rico he went to one festival and he was just kind of sitting there, you know listening to the music enjoying himself and somebody walked by him or walked up to him and this is just a random dude and goes, "Hey, you need to start meditating and then just walked away, okay and then a month later he was in another, or somewhere in Puerto Rico in another city, partying at a festival. Same dude walks up to him. Have you started meditating yet? And he said he started meditating and things started happening. Visions. Um, He said at first it was like static in his head, right? And eventually it got to the point where this is kind of wild, bro. This is kind of wild. He's like, you're going to think I'm crazy. I was like, no, dude, no, that's, that's what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I'm not that guy. I, I don't think anybody's crazy. Um, I, I'll hear any story that anybody has to tell me, you know, uh, and I'll assume that most likely, you know, I can usually tell when somebody's feeding me a line. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I'll sit and listen to anybody's story. And with, without passing judgment, that's the beauty of my content. It um, seems to make people think in these situations that they like is a welcome map of of my content is like a welcome map to people come to me with your story and I'll give you some advice if I can but if not I'm not gonna make you feel dumb for telling it you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna say oh no that's just ridiculous you know no it's not it's your experience um but anyway he was meditating and he said he practiced for quite a while right and Finally, one day, he was in meditation, and he felt somebody tap on his shoulder. And he turns around, and it's like a sort of light being or, or, or a soul out of body. And they said, what do you want to know? And he said he, he traveled with this light being uh, all, over the, all over the world, then he said he even traveled to um, outer space, and I mean, dude, he's like he's telling—he's just telling me. I know you're gonna—you're gonna definitely think I'm crazy for this one. He, he goes, "You're definitely gonna think I'm crazy for this one." He goes, uh, "There's life on the sun," and I'm like, "Dude, I don't think you're crazy for that. I don't—not even a little bit." Um, you know, uh, this lady who's really into this stuff. Uh, she uses telescopes and all that stuff, and you know, I was watching. Uh, somebody sent me a video about her anyway. Uh, she had telescopic pictures or photos of a a spacecraft right next to the sun. And she said, if you look closely, you can see it's a bay. It's got multiple craft all over it. And damn well, you, you pretty much could decipher that that was probably what you were seeing. Um, so, uh yeah I mean, today, one, is, one story in particular kind of um, hit me from this gentleman. Uh, he kind of had a rough upbringing. Um, his name is uh, Rakeeb Johnson. okay He literally got let out of prison two weeks ago. He told me I could tell a story. He was homeless. As soon as he got out, he's from Oklahoma City. But, and how he went, how he got put in prison was a high-speed chase, back in like 2014, 2015, I want to say, a high-speed chase. And he said that when he was in this in this when he was this person before he he went to jail and then changed, he was um, the type of person that almost had like a, like a slight death wish, right? Uh, he didn't care. He didn't want to be the one to do it, but he said that he would just get out there and get it and and didn't, no holds bars. Uh, like the day he got caught, he said he had a 2008 Mustang and he was hit touching speeds of 150 miles an hour in this chase. And he said, you can watch it on YouTube. He said that he's, it was on the news and everything, um, that he had choppers chasing him, all this stuff. Um, and I mean, he said he had two wrecks and, and more or less, he was just, uh, Giving no f's and getting it, you know what I mean. Um, with not a care, not a care, uh, no regard for not even himself, but anybody, you know, at the time he he uh, he said it was uh, one of the most enlightening and, and insane, and he regrets it, of course, experiences of his life. Now he gets put, he gets caught, he gets put in jail. Okay. Now this is this third offense. Third offense and they they've been doing that three strike rule at the time in Oklahoma. So he said they said he he, he was going to get 35 years for this high speed chase. Um, for reckless endangerment and all that stuff. Right? So he's like man, I can't do 35 years. Like no way. I cannot do 35 years. He said he basically said I'm doing it. I'm done, you know. So he went and, and he said he at this time he had the uh, ability to go throughout anywhere in the prison. At the time, he was like a trustee, okay. So he could leave his cell more than the other people uh, or the other prisoners. Um, so he kind of connected with people and was able to get a hold of some high potency drugs and. He rolled it up, laced it up, and smoked it, right? And it was intense to take his with some high potency drugs. And he rolled it up, laced it up, and smoked it, right? And it was his intent to take his life. He said he fell over, okay? He said as instantly, as soon as he took one hit, he went numb, right? And he said he, he heard the uh, his cellmate say, hey, the guards are in, the guards are in, you know. And he said at that time, you're supposed to run to your cell. It's like instinct to run to your cell. He said he couldn't run. He was just just frozen, like hardly could breathe. But he was unable to move in complete paralysis. So the next thing he knows, he's on the floor. He's got the guards going, what the hell is going on? He, you know, and they're trying to figure out what's up. And then obviously they figure out he's Odin. And the nurses come in, but before he falls, he said he doesn't know, he has an idea of what what, uh, what drug instigated this, but he said all of a sudden, he was out of his body, right? And he was down looking at himself on a stretcher. He said they had him handcuffed to the stretcher, because that's protocol for, for prisoners, they handcuffed you to the stretcher. He said... He was out of body, just looking down at himself like, whoa, what is going on? You know what I mean? He he doesn't know what's happening, but he's out of body. All of a sudden, it goes dark around him. And this is where it gets kind of wild. He said he can hear things around him, right? He can hear these critters running, creatures, running right by him. He can't see a thing. It's pitch black, right? It's pitch black, y'all. He can't see a thing, but he can feel these creatures like, Whisping by them and they're making noises and they're just it's dark he said he can feel it it's just dark and they're kind of saying stuff to him like oh yeah you're one of us you're gonna do it again you're gonna do it again and they're literally but he's hearing all this this shit in his head he's not hearing it in the open and he said he can remember it so vividly that he could he, he could remember hearing their breathing these evil entities right well, he said, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this light, this light, a light orb or an energy, he called it, comes out of nowhere, more, more or less up, you know, it's coming at him. And he looks up at it and he's kind of just dumbfounded. And, they, and it, he, could, he said it was in his head and he said he would even respond to it in his head. But basically, uh, it asked him this simple question. What have you done for me lately? Okay. And he would respond. I don't know. I don't know. It would leave. Okay. The creatures would come back. They'd start running around him. And then he said he can uh, remember kind of flashing back in for a second. Because he got woke up. And he said he could see all the nurses around him. And they're, and they're talking to him. And he said he can remember their voices are like, what's your name? Really deep. What is your name? He said it sounded almost like the the demons that were talking. Okay. Well, he falls back out again. He ends up passing away three times. Okay. This is the second. He shows back up in the dark place. Got these creatures running around him. You're coming. You're coming. More or less just kind of just totally tempting him. You know what I'm saying? Like teasing him. You're you're one of us. You're one of us. You know what I'm saying? Getting into his head. Once again, the orb comes out of the sky What have you done for me lately? He says, I don't know. I don't know it leaves Once again the critters and he gets shocked back to life again Okay This is and then he dies again. This is the third time and He's back in the world and all these creatures are flying around him. High speed. He can feel them. Literally feel them. And you guys, he, he told me this story uh, by recording on, on uh, Facebook. So I'm hearing his voice. He's telling me, man, I'm getting chills right now talking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he's not bullshitting. Um, and once again, he said, the light came. And it says, what have you done for me lately? And... He said at that moment, he woke up in the hospital, and he was alive. Feeling down, feeling shitty, but he was alive. He looks down, right? He looks down, and he looks at his wrist. Well, the the handcuffed wrist that he was handcuffed to the stretcher with was literally, like, like, scarred. He said that the nurses told him that the entire time he was going in and out, he was swinging, he was swinging, like he was trying to swing at these things, these demons in his in his in his being, like he was swinging, even though he's out of body. So after this experience, and there's a little side note uh, that I gotta add in here in a second, but he's at the hospital, obviously, and then I, when he's on the way back, he said there's a certain guard that was an asshole. Kind of, but, you know, he said he knew him because he'd been in and out of the the system for years. So he kind of, you know, grew a rapport with him. And basically, he's like, man, I was having the weirdest dreams, bro. And he didn't realize what had happened until this guard said, hey, bro, motherfucker, you weren't having dreams. Your ass died three times. And he's like, what? What? You know, freaking out. He didn't realize it. And then it all started clicking, the dark the dark room or the, or not, you know, the dark area and the, the demons, it all started clicking and he told this guard about it. And he said, the guard looked at him like, boy, you are crazy, bro. You are crazy. But then he said by the look in his eye and the way he was telling the story, he could tell by the guard that the guard knew he was not on some bullshit. Like he was telling the, the, the real truth. Right. Um, then after this, so I'm going to pre- I'm going to uh kind of backtrack here. One of the first things he told me this gentleman was that his whole life he's had what what would you what we would call an an uh, an odd a different shaped skull, okay? Which it's not odd, it's not different. It's just it's unique in its own way, right? Um I think that It would be a lot more common if we didn't place uh, these ideals of of complete, you know, what the, you know, normalcy or whatever the population, the the trend is, right? So he said, dude, if you go on my Facebook, you'll see He's like, I never don't wear a hat or or cover my head. And that kind of led me to believe that he maybe slightly had an elongated skull, Okay. And um, he didn't confirm or deny when I told him or or disagree with me. But um, after reading, it was... And I'm not saying it's elongated, bro. I'm just saying it's it's slightly rounded. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little different. It comes out a little further, right? Well, if you all were with me when we read the Russian book of secrets, the Russian alien book of secrets, what did it say? It said the Anunnaki manipulated ape DNA... To create humans, okay, and that's back to the Neanderthal kind of era, okay. He's it it even said we weren't we were on the same level of intellect, but they manipulated our DNA enough to let us learn more, gain more intelligence, okay. Um, unlike it seems to be unlike an ape that's capped, right? Ours is not capped. You know what I mean? And then, uh, so we're able to learn more and, and gain more intelligence. Uh, and that's really the only difference. But then, they went on to say that the Anunnaki were allies with who? The Zeta Reticuli. Now, they were more or less servants to the Anunnaki than they were allies. But when the, an Anunnaki left Earth the first time, they took DNA from the Zeta Reticuli species and crossed it with mankind, okay? It created the elongated skull people. Some of these elongated skull people date back to who were pharaohs in Egypt at the time. Ankanatan, and that's one of the most popular pharaohs of Egypt, was an elongated skull being. He was a hybrid Zeta reticuli, human. Okay. Now, why did they let the? Why did they keep the skull slightly elongated? Because it allowed the Anunnaki, when they came back to Earth, to dif, uh, differentiate or distinguish between the two. They could tell who was human and they could tell who was cross crossbred or hybrid. Okay. It's not a bad trait. It's actually a hybrid trait. On average, these people should be more intelligent. Um, have more opportunity to tap into extraterrestrial-like um, abilities, um, akashic records, you name it. There, it's it's not it, it's it's an it's an intellectual trait. Um, unfortunately, society has kind of I don't know I want to say shunned it, but but pushed it into hiding. Okay, because um, there are elongated skull beings to this day on Earth, but they hide it. I've heard there's up to fifteen to twenty thousand. Not very many, but um, I would say that, and this is what I told him, is most likely you are a a long time descendant, and that trait just kind of came out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, that being said, after he has this out of body experience, he starts feeling. He starts experiencing what he called false awakenings. I call sleep paralysis, um, or like he said, false awakening, because you think you're awake, but you're not, you're actually asleep. Okay. So he started having a bunch of these experiences, but the first one, right. He told me, he says, uh, there was a six foot five prison guard or, uh, there's a six foot five cellmate. He got a six foot five cellmate, really nice guy, but they were kind of, uh, they knew each other on the outs and, uh, Great guy, they got along good, okay? One of the first couple nights they were in the cell, he said all of a sudden he felt like he was awake, but he was in sleep paralysis, he couldn't move. And I don't know if you all know about sleep paralysis, I've had it many times. It's not fun, it's it's a scary thing. It's kind of like lucid dreaming. Well, he started out in sleep paralysis and then he flashed to his old hometown where he grew up, at, where he grew up, which was in Oklahoma City. Um, he was with his best friend at the time, or well, his his childhood friend. Excuse me. He was with his childhood friend. Yeah, back at the time, basically when he lived at home um, in the early two thousands, and this was in twenty fifteen. Okay, so he wakes up in the streets with his buddy, and they're running. And all around him, he said, he looked around, and his whole hometown is in ruins. It's to the ground. And he says, he's looking, and everybody's running, and everybody's panicking. He said, there's warhogs or army officials, driving around, grabbing people up. And he said, what they're doing, and this is the weirdest part, he said, they, they're taking them to a test facility where they would stand in line, and he said they were getting their temperature checked. All right. They were getting their temperature checked. 2015. He said he can even remember somebody possibly saying like COVID. He said it's exactly like what was going on here with the temperature checking and everybody standing in line. Except at this point, he said they were like, it was, it was out of hand. Okay. He said it was the year 2025 as well in his dream. He can remember that as well. In the year, it was the year 2025. Okay? So, he gets captured up, him and his buddy they end up eventually getting uh, caught, right? And he said as he's in the warthog, he looks out to the sky. And he said, "On God, bro, there's like nothing I can't even make it up." He's like, "I could see this planet He said it was so close that he could see the waters on the planet, the oceans, all over it. And all of a sudden, he said, as he's looking up, he hears this loud bang, kaboom, and then he wakes up, okay? So that's just one of the first things that started happening to him. He he kept having these dreams, okay? He kept having these dreams. Uh, One of them was actually pre all this. He was at his mom's house, had fallen asleep. Once again, false awakening. He said he was kind of sleeping awkward on the couch. Um, They were getting ready to move to his mother's sister, so his aunt's house, uh, because they were seeing hard times. He was supposed to go over to his friend's house and stay, but he ended up falling asleep on the couch. Well, he said that... um, all of a sudden, he got a false awakening. And he could feel this, this paralysis, you know. And he wakes up. And he said, he looks up. And at the end of the hall was his mother's room. But his mother had gone. She had gone to his aunt's house. And in his mother's room, he said, stood this being about his height. But he said it had a massive head. He said it was just, he said it almost like, it reminded him of a hologram is what he he kind of explained it that. He's like, I don't know if it's a hologram or what, bro, but it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He uh, he said he all of a sudden seen that and he started panicking. He was starting to panic. And he said all, at that moment, he could hear in his head its voice. And it said, don't panic. You're going to be fine. Don't panic. You know, and that's a common thing I've heard on all alien abduction stories. All alien abduction stories have that detail. Uh, they can hear a voice in their head telling them to stay calm. It seems to be standard practice when abducting humans, okay? Uh, so he said at that moment, he kind of started panicking again and it was kind of talking to him. He said this detail, which, these are the details that made me think somebody's not on some bullshit. He's like, dude, I could literally hear it breathing in my head. I could hear it taking breath. You know, and I'm like, damn, man, that's that's details you don't you don't make up. So, and that, and he said, as that, at that moment he was watching the being, his mom came back home, and he's like, yo, he's like, I came from a black family, yo. He's like, my mom was about to whoop my ass because he's acting funny and shit, but then she said she could see the look in his eye. And she instantly knew. She was like, oh, my God, are you all right? What's wrong, son? Blah, blah. And uh, I don't know if he ever told her. He didn't really explain. But he's like, just told me. He's like, man, I almost felt like she knew what was going on. And he said his grandma always used to tell him when she, when he'd have them dreams, she'd say, stay calm, and you can learn to control it. Like she had had them prior. Now, It makes me think that they've all had maybe this shared experience um, that maybe they know, right? Maybe they know. Um, No, but uh, his story, uh, he's actually in the process. He's only been out for two weeks. He was just sleeping on the streets in Oklahoma City, uh, literally sleeping on the streets. And he would tell me that he told me that he would. This uh, millionaire who owned a dispensary that was right near where he was sleeping. It was like the same street that he did that high-speed chase on and everything. Um, Had this little, owned this little alleyway in the back, right? He told him he could sleep there. So that's where he would sleep at night. And he said it would get so cold. It would get so cold. But he said oftentimes he'd find himself looking at the moon, right? And he said, man, I'll tell you what. There's some shit going on on the moon. This shit's popping off out there, right? Uh, which I've heard a lot of that going on, Uh, a lot of stuff going on with the moon lately. Um, But he said what he'd do is he'd get into this deep meditation, and he'd just kind of think about life, think about things. He's a changed, uh, I would call him rehabilitated man to me, the way I talk to him. He seemed uh, like a good guy, really, a decent person who's learned a lot, he said, uh, bro, I would have teased your content before I went to jail and had that experience. He said, I would have been one of them people commenting, bro, you're crazy. This shit don't, this shit's all crazy, whacked out stuff, right? But he's like, dude, he said, I'll never, I'll never criticize anybody like that again. He's like, I know now. He, and we were talking about, uh, deeper type shit, you know, with the government and then the, the vibes and God, and we were getting into some stuff, but, um, Basically, he said he'd get into this meditation while he was sleeping on the streets. And he would look at the moon, and he'd kind of be in his head, kind of falling asleep. And he said all of a sudden he'd feel this large, this this great warmth go over his body. And he'd fall asleep and he'd wake up. But he did this for a couple weeks. Now he's actually uh, roofing, and he's got his own bedroom, four-bedroom. Well, there's a four-bedroom apartment. I'm sure he's staying with some buddies or at least some coworkers or something. But... um Yeah, I mean, he's got, uh, he's writing a book, you know, uh, great story. I just, I just thought it was a cool success story and uh, just a great story overall, right? So on that note, I have, uh, I've been getting a lot of messages like that lately, guys. It's wild. It's really wild. Um, I love it. It's intriguing, but I've noticed something. This, this is just kind of odd, and I'm probably sure some of these people are in my live right now as we speak. Um, I've been getting the same message from people, right? And I'm not trying to out anything or they're, you know whatever it is, but um, I've been getting the same message from probably, I don't know, five, ten people, but they always ask me the same thing. Can you tell me about yourself, right? And you guys, I have my own little story too. I just I just started meditating. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Literally, I've had four sessions, right? I do 15-minute sessions. I meditate in the morning. And I meditate at night. There's something there, okay? Because I actually had, I'll tell you about it. I had a, an odd vision on my second time. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even making it up. Um, Of course, as I was, was, you know, in my theta, they call it. That's where you tap into that part of your brain, theta. I was uh, dreaming, okay? Dreaming something. And I'll tell you about it here in a second. Um, But uh, they keep saying the same thing. Can you tell me about yourself? And I'll be like, I'll be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell me about yourself. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, what do you want to know about me? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. And after I ask them that, and I don't exactly know uh, why is my connection unstable? You guys there? Hold on. Um, hold on, Facebookers, just two seconds. Uh, Let me try this one. Try this top spot instead of my other one here. Okay. Resume broadcast. Sorry, guys. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Are you guys still here? Uh, YouTube? Yeah, it's fluctuating. It says your connection is your connection is unstable. Please wait while I try to reconnect. Why is it saying that? Ah, uh, let me see here. It says strong. That's weird. I don't know. Are you guys there? Sorry, guys. It says, I don't know why it says that. I mean, I'm seeing the fluctuation. Anyway, sorry, guys. Um, so, uh, can we... Can you tell me about yourself? So I'm like, what the hell? This is so weird. Why are the, why are numbers of people asking me the same damn question? Weird, right? Wouldn't that, would that strike you as odd? So I, I would sit back thinking about it and you know, a couple of them will talk to me and a couple of the other ones, um, after I'd say that, they, it, it, after I would say, after I would say, uh, what do you mean? What do you want? What do I've been thinking and trying to think about possibly what they mean. And after talking to my boy over here uh, that I just told you a story, Rakib, it clicked. I believe they're wanting me to talk to them in their heads. That's just a theory. That's just a theory. might be crazy, but I believe they're wanting me to talk or meditate with them. There you go. That's just a theory. May or may not be true. I'm not saying it is. But that's what I think they're trying to get me to do, to see if I'm there. I really believe that. To see if I'm tapped into the consciousness. I could get in trouble probably for saying shit like this. But I believe that. That's that's what's going on. I've had a number of people, probably five to ten. Maybe it's just based on my content. Um, Who knows? But, uh, so, they basically also told me Um, that you in meditation, right in meditation, if you want, you can talk to the inner earth beings as well. So I've just started to meditate and the second time I meditated, check this out. The second time I meditated in the last, God, it couldn't have been the last three minutes because I do 15 minute sessions. I'll literally set alarm on my phone and then just, uh, rock it out. It couldn't have been the last three minutes of my session. I started having this dream that I was in a cave system, right? And I was running from something. I'm not exactly sure what, but I was running from something. The evil beings of sorts. And I'm serious. I'm, I'm getting it, and I'm by myself. When all of a sudden, like, say, it might have been another cave system. It was like out of nowhere in my dream. You know how dreams can be spotty. I don't know exactly where they came from. But all of a sudden, too. Aztec-like beings come out of nowhere, male, female. The female was the talker, the male was just kinda there. This female comes up to me and says, hey, follow us. I'm like, okay, let's go, you know? And obviously she wasn't speaking English, right? It was one of those things where it was like, vibe to vibe, we ain't got time to talk, but we know what the hell's going on, like, we'll, we'll help you, like, follow me, like, get it. So I'm running. And I'm running in this cave system, and we're going deeper into the underground. And we got these these entities behind us. I'm not sure exactly who. I have an idea, but I'm not even gonna say. Um, so we're running, and all of a sudden, this cave wall—the cave kind of stops, and there's this, this wall there. And I, and on the wall, there's a steel door, probably eight feet. It's a big one, and but it's like heavy. Yeah, it's it's a big, it's heavy. It's like it's like no, you ain't getting through this, this bitch right here. And it shut. And as we're running up, all of a sudden, this blue-eyed, blonde-haired, she was white, girl, open the door. She throws it open. Come on, come on. And we're running. We get through the door, she slams it shut. And that girl open the door. She throws it open. Come on, come on. And we're running. We get through the door. She slams it shut. And then right after she shuts the door, my 15-minute alarm goes off. I was like, shit. You know, because I was actually like, I mean, I'm God. Like, it happened that quick, right? Like, that fast. And I don't know if it's because I talk what I talk or I'm already talking to people and beings. You know, maybe, maybe it could just be a dream. It could just be total because I talk what I talk. It could be a dream. I mean, I don't know. But um, I've heard so many different instances, you guys, of uh, people having these dreams and these visions and these past life moments of uh, seeing war, you know, Um, seeing past ancient, you know, beings around them. Like a number of people have told me about these great earth wars that I talk about. They're like, I've had a dream about them. A person the other day said they had a dream about giants. Like, legit. um, And they've they've had frequent dreams about them. My question is, I guess, and what I'm kind of getting at with this is, you know, and after reading the Russian Alien books of secrets and all this stuff, um, are we tapping in, when we do this, are we tapping into ancestral experience? Are we tapping into... Maybe our own past life experience when we do this it's got it just gotta make me wonder, you know what I'm saying are we are we are we as beings more divine or more powerful or more uh, ET connected like bloodline connected that we are we have more powers? Or we can tap into these powers given the right circumstances and the right thought process. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I know a number of people who believe this. And I'm just not scared to say it. Like, I I don't care what anybody thinks. They can laugh at me. All that shit. Go ahead, bro. I'm getting it. You know what I mean? My life's fine. I, I got, you know, my platform's doing just fine. People can laugh all they want. But I will, I will say it. And where these, where these people hit me up is that's, that's, I have, a, I have a, a duty to say it for them. Because they don't want to be looked at as crazy. And that's the problem. When we do tap into anything outside of the norm or have an experience about anything outside of the norm, our peers shoot it down. Our peers call you crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong. We need, to, we need to change that and start hearing these people. You know what a schizophrenic is? A schizophrenics, all they are, or, or, or somebody in the loony bin, all they are is a person whose pineal gland crystal has been cracked. It's been pushed too far. Plain and simple. Their pineal gland crystal has just been cracked and they haven't been, they can't recover it. They got, they pushed it too far, whether drug induced or life induced, plain and simple. They could be possibly recovered. You know what I'm saying? But their pineal gland crystal just went too far. You can tap into that crystal. You can see things if you, if you try. It's possible. Uh, I urge anybody in here to start meditating. Start meditating 15 minutes a day. It's simple. Look it up online. I have a little step thing that I do where I concentrate on the sound and then, you know, break it down from there, get into the theta. I'm serious. Like, as soon as I go to meditate within minutes, if you take deep breaths in the beginning, I can feel this, like, wave of, like, lightness. It's like lightness go over my body. It's the weirdest feeling. But I can, I can almost feel it when I'm about to settle in. You know what I'm saying? I just sit back. You know, I do this thing. I don't know what that means, but I just do that. Sit Indian style, lean against the wall, and close your eyes. And even if you don't know exactly how to meditate, just sit there and think thoughts. Think about your life. Think about and reflect on goals, ambitions, relationships, all that stuff. Um, it can be very useful. It can be very useful. Um, I think, you know, for example, in Inner Earth, and in the Inner Earth beings, they start their kids meditating from just yay high. They teach them how to astral travel. I know it sounds crazy, but they teach them how to astral travel from toddlers and what they gain from that is any claim that is staked, they can go check there's no screens telling them this is happening over here or there is but if they tell them and it's false they'll go check to make sure it's happening so in other words you can't bullshit an inner earth there's no fake media. There's no lies. None of that stuff. Because it can all be challenged instantly. Because they can astral travel. They can debunk anything at any time. Literally. So, there's no fake bullshit. There's no lies told. There's no, you know, infiltration. You know, corrupt of government, corruption of government. Corruption of officials. Um, none of that. It's all challenged as soon as it happened. as soon as' it's claimed is challenged so they grow up in this perfectly clean no bullshit environment. This is what life is this is what life's about more or less they have they have a, a huge jump on not having to worry about figuring it out like we do. We lose a lot of years figuring life out you know it's like I'm 35 and I'm just now finding mine niche. You know what I mean? It took a long time. I had many jobs that I lost because I wasn't. I, and on that note, another thing that people, I don't know, if you're in this live or if you're following my content and you're a fan or whatever, you're obviously somewhat on the same page. So I've noticed that with, with people or humans that are star seeds or, or ancestors of higher beings who have visions or have these type of things happen, they generally don't fit in necessarily very well with the matrix of society. They don't like conventional sitting in a cubicle. They don't like to be on a factory line. Um, They might even be in a little trouble with the law at times. You know what I mean? Uh, Abuse of, of substances is a common one. And that is because... We know in our subconscious that we are meant for something higher. That we are meant for something better. So naturally, we have ADD as a kid. Or we're, we're dubbed as this type of person. You know, we're rebels. We don't want to adhere. We can't take direction. You know, stuff like that. Um, obviously, you overcome that and you change and you adapt. But if you've had that in life uh, Don't think it's not because You have a greater calling Or you know that inside There's something greater out there Um, You know just like my first example uh, Rakeep Always in trouble with the law Rebel without a cause He was like I was a straight modern day outlaw He's changed His life's different But Yeah it it all leads to you know him having these visions and and, and it's this contact you know you want to tell people like he's like he said he's like dude you're the first person I've ever told about this and I was like wow that's crazy and I'm honored people do that it's really a cool thing okay so yeah um that's just a little side note side piece that I wanted to talk about um per standard you know TikTok, whatever. But uh, yeah. And also, I did want to talk about that Victor Krabenikov. Um, Krabenikov a little bit. The etymologist. That was really intriguing. Okay. It may or may not be true. Right? It may or may not be true. Because I got it banned for um, integrity and authenticity. That was my, my community guidelines violation on that. So, um, basically, this etymologist, which is the study of insects from Russia, he was very passionate about his job. He loved it. He would go out and he'd camp all summer long in the Russian forest, and he'd collect bugs, and he'd study them, and he'd study them, and he'd study them. Okay? Until one day, he watched a beetle take off. Okay, and he's like, wow, how weird. It's almost like it levitated. You know what I'm saying? Like this beetle seemed to levitate, right? It had like an outer shell over its wing and then its underwing, but then it seemed as if it like just literally, it levitated. They couldn't fly very good, but they could move parallel real fast. They could make jumps, like super jumps and stuff like that he's like, wow, really weird. So he started inspecting them. You know, he'd find dead ones. And you guys, I'll get to that later, but um, he'd find dead ones anyway. So he started experimenting with their wings. Okay. Now, I guess to validate my story, I'm just going to say it. These beetles are depicted all over Egyptian hieroglyphs. Okay. If you've watched the mummy, remember the little beetle that they had in the wall? You know what I mean? It was the jewel, he broke it off. Then those beetles would come alive. Why have Egyptians depicted there we go? Scarabs. Thank you guys for that. Thank you, my people. Oh shit, I haven't been to the bottom of my comments on here. Or is nobody commenting on Facebook? Why am I not getting comments on Facebook? Is that weird? Are you guys commenting over there? Anyway, scarabs. Okay? Scarabs. Thank you for that. Um, why would the Egyptians? Is 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 there no comments going on on Facebook? Will you guys let me know that? Say yes or no? It's kind of odd. Our comments shut off. I think they might be. That's odd. Anyway. I guess... Uh, Wow, comments are shut off on Facebook. It's kind of scary. What are you guys talking about over there? You got to be careful with that. You all got to be careful with that. can't be talking too crazy as shit. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Oh, well. Hey, you know where my YouTube's at, right? I'm live on YouTube. No filter. Go to my YouTube, fam. Y'all know where my YouTube's at? That's why I love YouTube, no bullshit ass censorship, best platform on the planet, and they pay, I'll always say that YouTube, love you guys, you're America, alright, anyway, um, so, yeah, right, Make a spicy sight," she said. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's what's beautiful about YouTube. You can pretty much say whatever you want. So the scarabs. Thank you for running scarabs. Um, it's crazy. All of a sudden, uh, he starts. Re- he he starts experimenting with scarabs. Okay, and. Uh, He attaches the wings of these scarabs on the smaller objects, right? And tries to start messing around with them. Well, all of a sudden, and you guys should have seen the videos. If you if you, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It is on my Facebook page. Uh, and on my YouTube shorts. It was on TikTok, but... You know, all the videos on there with all the integrity authenticity that they got. <laughs> Mine was too... Unintegral. Um, Anyhow, he starts seeing the objects that he's tying these these beetle wings to jump. Like, poof. Like, off the freaking table and shit. Literally just almost anti-gravity. Like, poof. Okay? So he's like, boom, light bulb. (laughs) He goes and gets this platform. And he's obviously been collecting these wings for years. And he, he ties them to the bottom of this, like, little, like, it's like a, I don't know, it'd be like a square platform, like square, right? Square. And it had a little handle up here, okay? And it had these little buttons, like these little charges up top. I got water here. It had these little charges up top, right? Where he had the ability to almost, I, I want to say it's to me, electrically stimulate them. You know, maybe give them a current is what I'm going to guess he did. Uh, but basically, he, he got into looking at these, these uh, wings under a microscope. And he said the structures were like hexagonal structures. okay, And they had two little hairs. Poking out of each one, but they—they they were hexagonal, but they almost did. They almost looked cone-shaped, like like pyramids. I'm not even kidding you. I can't make this shit up. It's like almost like they were like pyramids, and they were like one right after another on this on this wing on the bottom side, and each point had two little hairs. Now, what do hairs draw? Static electricity, right? What do hairs draw? Static electricity. Okay, so these hairs would probably start to tingle or whatever they did and this this beetle would literally just levitate okay now are they using beetle wings on every craft out there no they've re they've they've mimicked the technology from the wing truly that's probably how they did it they found these beetle wings and realized the discovery and they they reverse engineered it and tried and basically figured out how to do it without the beetle wings. But, dude, swear to God, and, and I'm not saying it's 100% fact because I know, you know, whatever. Um, he, he would lace the whole bottom of his platform with beetle wings, right? And obviously, he's probably giving him static electricity, something like that. He's like, bzzz, and he'd lift right off the ground. Okay? He claimed. That as he was flying these things, as he was flying them, he never felt wind, and he never felt G-forces. Why? Because he said as soon as he activated it, it would create a force field around him. A small force field. Right? Claims he touched speeds of 1,000 miles per hour on this cart. This cart. But he had it obviously built. It looked to me. Like it reminded me of a. Uh, it reminded me. Sorry I got to watch my talking loud. My grandma's right above me. Uh, it reminded me of. Uh, like a half of a deer blind. But just didn't have the roof. Like it was just like a. Platform that was surrounding him. It had a barrier around him. And literally. Um, he would just go. And he would go. And yeah. 1,000 miles per hour. You're talking the speed of sound, breaking it. And he said he wouldn't feel a freaking beat of wind. Nothing would hit him because it would literally make a force field around him as he was flying. I thought that was very neat, very cool. Um, Like I said, why did the Egyptians worship or, or depict these scarabs all over? Well, you might have your answer. Now then that got me to thinking then that got me to thinking could these scarabs have been used to move the bricks for the pyramids could they be how they moved those 2000 ton bricks and literally drew and literally traveled the source was like 400 miles away Where they got these stones. This limestone. Could it have been the scarabs? Makes you wonder. If they can move shit like that. It's literally. It's literally you guys. And I had this thought years ago. After watching UFOs at work. um, I've always been a believer. I could see they use giants too. Absolutely. I could see that. I could see that I'm just saying as a other option could they have used these scarabs I mean is it out of the question to me no I mean you're talking you know literally magnetics anti-gravity work you know what I'm saying like all that stuff. Uh, Can you guys comment on YouTube? Can y'all comment on YouTube? Holy crap. It just loaded. Holy shit. I wondered what the hell was going on. For some reason it wasn't loading. Thank you guys. Cool, I'm glad. You guys are commenting, good. Good, I was like, damn, well y'all are quiet over here, yo. <laughs> yeah. you may need to swipe your feet to the left to bring them up to view. My main app is YouTube, bro, now. My main app is YouTube. My main app is YouTube. But no, um, so... Monstro, or, or my boy, uh... I wanted to talk to you, bro. Um, did did you, if you, I hope you watched my video on the Russia's Aliens Book of Secrets. There was an alien being in there. Right? There was an alien being in there that, uh, I'm sure you got my email. This alien being was part of the Council of Five. Okay? Which, it's said that they are protectors of humankind, right? Well, these particular alien beings, oh, the name is unique. I forget the name. I'll have to find it real quick. But they looked of ancient Aztec native descent. It would be the other way around, most likely. Aztecs were descendants of them, but he looked ancient Indian, native, indigenous, big time. Had the face paint, all of it. Like they were they were ETs and divine and part of the Council of Five, but they hadn't changed their style at all. They were in their OG attire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like no spacesuits, nothing. They were like still tribal, right? which was really unique to me but this particular one and uh a friend of mine told me a story where this particular one had had and this this goes back to uh and it makes me wonder about that this this oh I can't even talk about it that's what sucks about this you guys I've been thinking hard lately okay I'm gonna start a podcast that's no holds bar no more worrying about what the F I say like it's gonna be straight raw whatever the frick I want to talk about okay no joke that's where I'm at with it I'm tired of the live censorship you know I'll still probably just I'll still probably mess with lives on YouTube all day um, probably will on all the other ones too but Uh, it's time for a podcast. So I can talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Uh, I'm tired of, like, wanting to tell you guys a story. I mean, it throws off my whole life. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. I swear to God. (laughs) This guy. Um. I'm risking my whole account by saying it. So. Basically, this being... They were divine and they had this 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 like bump right here in the middle of the forehead, right? And I've seen that same thing in a number of different scenarios. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of more or less about the moon, but I don't like talking about the moon. Like straight up the moon, for some reason, they don't like you to talk about the moon. At all. Um, But basically, something on the moon they found. And then it it was the same thing. Bump. In the middle of her forehead. Okay? It looked just like it. But, so that made me wonder, like, when they said in the previous times, I've talked about it, that she was evil. Or fighting for, like, a paganistic type, uh, devil-worshipping type society. If they were wrong, because this guy was the part of the Council of Five. And if you looked closely in the picture, you could see he had a bump, but then he had a cross of sorts in the bump. On the female, they said the cross was upside down. But she was divine, very smart. She was beautiful, truly beautiful, Um, well preserved, uh, of high uh, tech. Uh, they said she was transhuman, um, had tech tied to her, crazy stuff like that. That's just a story. Uh, if you want to look it up, go ahead. Um, but yeah, uh, same same bloodline, same extraterrestrial foul or ancestry, I'm guessing. But uh, no, yeah, no. I it pretty much is my full time job at this point. Yeah, there you go. Johnny Midnight, you got it, bro. Johnny Midnight. You said it. Yup. Yup. So I got worry about that's I that's the stuff I gotta watch. I don't like to talk about. I might talk I might do a video on it later. Cause there are YouTube videos on it. That's what I love about YouTube. There's no censorship hardly. You have to really be pulling some bad shit out <laughs> to uh to get banned on YouTube. But, um. Yeah, uh. Interesting. She said, We were told also by the Hopi Indians not to bring anything back from the moon either. It would cause an unbalance within Earth. Interesting. Maybe the moon was like a. Like a certain outpost or something like that for, uh, evil entity hard to say, hard to say, did you guys happen to get on my YouTube though and check out my video, I did the part two of uh, the Russia's book of secrets, I did that part two, Um, got into some pretty good details on there, tonight I was going to talk to you, there's a couple couple of kind of side stories off of these uh, uh, ETs or alien beings, right, I can believe that. Also, they said the moon wasn't here. It was brought here. I've heard that. So, cool. I, I watched it twice. Pretty, appreciate that, for real. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you'd want me to talk about that, Monstro. That's kind of why I didn't really go there. You know, it's kind of, I don't know. You, you just really were kind of, you wanted to make sure things were discreet. So, I didn't want to put you on blast. But if you don't mind if I talk about it. You're right over there poppers make it all right they said she was an evil royal or something like that yes but I don't believe she was maybe not maybe not now would they tell us that and make us think she's evil to switch our mindset on her if she was divine and good would they reverse that so when we see beings like her that come to earth that might be part of the council of five? We'll automatically shun them Because we think they're evil Hmm Just a thought I always try to think Like reverse psychology type shit Puma Punku I said, Bro look up Puma Punku Yeah I can't believe they shut my li- or my Comments down Rough They didn't even do that on TikTok pretty bad Puma Punku okay so check this out remember do you guys remember why or what I said <laughs> not in the way all in. yeah yeah um you guys could have wait what you said barbecue wings, you said weird, cause we could all see each other's comments. So you guys can still comment to each other on Facebook? Who's talking? What? For real? Okay, cool. So at least you guys can, that's all that matters to me. I don't even really, I'm not even really worried about it. How cool. I'm glad you guys are chatting then. Like, good. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, it's always, I, I keep scrolling up. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Well, cool. Good. As long as you guys are able to chat. It sucks I can't see it, but that's okay. I didn't want it to, it just kind of puts a damper on the live for you. Yeah, and that's what I think it is. It's like a third eye. It's it's an eye that taps into your pineal. Okay? Yeah, boy. Dude, you know how long I've been hearing that? Dude, they're trying to block you, bro. You know how long I've been hearing that? But That's why I want to start a podcast, guys. Just in case anything hits the fan. I want to be able to have a podcast for you guys to at least go to. You know what I'm saying? That way I can talk, and and if anything does happen, then. I don't see YouTube. Dude, I watch content on YouTube, bro. They have. They. YouTube is the shit. I don't care. And you know why they can be that way is because they actually differentiate between the ages. They have a kids platform and an adult platform. Facebook, TikTok, give it a shot. No, pineal, pineal gland. Pineal gland. Look it up. It's your third eye. It's in your head. Oh, really, Trevor? For real? You said you think because of a friend you don't have Facebook no more? Yeah, seven layers of chakra, for sure. Yeah, I was doing good on Facebook. I didn't think I was getting censored, but... I don't know. Maybe the Rush's alien book of secrets got me. But if, of course, you know somebody sent me earlier today. Somebody sent me. Uh, you don't have to. It's up to you. But you can click on the money sign down here in the chat if you want to donate on YouTube. That's the other thing. Beautiful thing about YouTube, and it's actual money, not gifts that are getting. Lee and Lily, where are you from? <laughs> Let's meditate. Tau, really Tau, see C- shin interesting so remember how in that Russia's alien book of secrets you guys do you remember how in the end the aliens kept saying figure out who she is worship she worship she like she was God Um, they kept calling the ultimate creator she, right? And I was torn on what the heck that meant in my live the other night. I was like, she, she, what the hell? Well, I got a message on uh, Facebook from a guy. And he said this. He goes, she is God's wife. And she was just as powerful as him, if not more so. And she is who we're supposed to be worshiping. She induces Mother Nature. Right? Like like Mother Nature creator of all. Okay? That blew my mind. He said she is in the Bible, but very, very little. Because they edited her out. Except for in parts. Where. They had to keep her in. Now think about it. Think about it. What What is needed. First and foremost. To create more life. Female. Okay. They even say the initial. Being on earth. Was most likely a female. Not Adam but. Eve first, or Lilith. Right? It makes sense. And I was like, bro, you gotta send me more sources on this, I gotta read it. I don't think that, I appreciate you. Thank you, Barbecue Wings. Appreciate you. Um, I don't think that you know, I might not do a hell of a lot of content on it, but I'm gonna try to without you know getting banned and stuff but that had me really intrigued okay that one had me really intrigued but back to uh the intellect and the possible ancestors of extraterrestrials right that one of the dudes about the um People that are hitting me up? Yes, females carry the light of all. Guaranteed. I thought, no. Yeah, Lilith, bro, her name is Lilith. Lilith is not a demon in hell. I don't think. Oh, the ETs have been here for a long time. Now they know the difference between good and evil just like us. Huh, interesting. Sorry dudes, any news of the asteroid path and impact forecast? Hmm. Okay, so she was one of the fallen. Lilith was before Eve and was cast out of the garden. How can you communicate with ETs? You can communicate with them through meditation. Not even kidding, try it. Thank you, Think Status, I appreciate that. I don't understand why my comments on Facebook got blocked on my end. It makes no sense. Yeah, we can go past the ice wall. Duality, you have to have good and evil. And then, I think it's... Like I said, I've always thought that. Good and evil, it's it's test. Okay, so I just read there is a little of the demon. Thank you, Think Status. Concern, the concert, and the death of Dolph. What? Oh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. So... What's crazy about that February 22nd, 2022? I read in that Russ's Alien Book of Secrets that there's a being called the... Diaz is what I took it as. D-I-E-S. They are a... being so out of tune with their self and spirituality that they have a hard time communicating with other beings on Earth. But they said that they stick to a mostly meat diet. But it's... um, protein based off animal meat derivatives. But it also continued to say that uh, they've abducted humans. Okay? And for reproduction purposes that they were going to show themselves to Earth in 2022. Which February 22nd, 2022, 22 a.m., blah, blah, blah. It makes me wonder if they're abducting humans to reproduce, to consume. If they weren't kind of swerving you on the old animal thing. Because if they're meat eaters and they're protein eaters, you know, I don't know. It kind of just a thought raised my head like, eh, huh. maybe they're not doing that. Maybe they're eating us. <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. But, um, anyway, they're supposed to show themselves. They're they're one of the evil alien factions. They work with three groups of aliens. And, uh, yeah, they're supposed to show themselves to us in 2022. So that should be really interesting to see if it actually plays out right. Um, the Council of Five stuff was really cool, man. The Council of Five stuff was very intriguing. Uh, one thing that I found that was kind of odd was that, The council of five, not too long ago, was actually the council of nine. Four have left. Why? Because they see our actions, they see our direction, and they're like, no, we ain't dealing with these people anymore. Bye. That's got to be why. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay, hold up real quick though. There's a couple good disappearance stories in here. A couple good disappearance stories in here. Okay, and yeah, after the, the Council 5 was definitely really intriguing. And then it kind of after the Council of Five content, it kind of just goes into its own little set of like miniature stories, okay, for a little while. So this one says the Philadelphia experiment of 1943 did happen and it was successful after the third attempt. Further attempts failed. Contrary to the belief, the experiment resulted from Albert Einstein's discovery of a manuscript along with one metallic object, (laughs) found in the cave system, brought to Spain by Columbus on his last voyage. The manuscript found by Columbus contained extremely technologically advanced schematic drawings and information, and it was used to develop the unified field theory by Einstein, where he described mathematically and physically the interrelated nature of forces that comprise electromagnetic radiation and gravity Einstein had we said it before connections no I've tried it won't let me swipe my facebook screen I don't know what is going on with the comments I didn't shut them off or anything let me try and comment yo See what happens. I just commented, yo. Nothing, I don't see your guys' at all. It's so odd. So that's the origins of the Philadelphia experiment. This is the one, the Egerot. This being, man, this being is crazy looking. He looks so much, just so much like ancient Aztec. But he's got that, you know, uh, won't go any bigger. There we go. He's got that ancient Aztec. Look and see in the middle of his forehead. It's a little bump with a cross. And then he's got that like, he, maybe that's his hair, but it's like almost like, I don't know. He's got that bump in the middle. I had a friend who said he had the same thing. The men in black showed up at his house, or his the hospital, made him get rid of it, supposedly. That's just a little side story, quick one. So that made me really interested. And I was like, well, that makes sense as to why they would make you get rid of it. You know? Come on. Why is it doing this? There we go. Yikes. This touchscreen's weird. Okay. 1993, near Vergiate, Italy, an alien ship belonging to the race Kalinia crashed killing all its occupants. I think I did read this in one of my last live, but I'll read it again. Inside, many ancient Italian artifacts were found, and alien ones. Benito Mussolini created a secret group to look at the incident, and any other future ones related to the alien races. That group still exists as GIO. Now that makes me wonder about G.I. Joe. Just curious. G.I. One. All the artifacts found on the wreck were put in a museum and passed as if found at an archaeological excavation. In 1950, another ship crashed at the same location. I don't. Maybe I didn't read that one. So they put all the relics of this crash in this alien spaceship in a museum and just passed it off as an archeolog- archaeological discovery. From an ancient civilization. Odd. Right? Odd. During the early 1950s. U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And Br- British President Winston Churchill. Met several times to discuss the best ways. To keep alien presence on earth. Away from the general public. And from prying eyes. Together they created a top secret task force. Called Silk. This task force was so secretive that its leader was an Air Force General from English... English descent that belonged to the military of Uruguay. Side-by-side side with the General, worked two USA and two secret agent... English secret agents... Secret Service agents. They were not allowed to write anything. They investigated all events and investigated and were talked to directly through Eisenhower. Now, I know... Okay. August 1608. These are some of the news stories. I don't think I read these the other day. From Marseville, or Mars, Mar, sorry, Marseville, Marseille and Nice, France, all the way to Geneva, alien ships stop by the seashore and crew members work on the vehicles openly for everyone to see. So they stop on the seashore and these crew members Of the alien ships get out and work on them openly for everyone to see. This painting, which is a picture I see that's right above the, the caption or whatever, shows three alien ships in Nice or Nice. This is the original illustration. In the 1970s, a magazine purposely improved its quality in order to make it look contemporary and be able to debunk the event. Real witness of the event wrote the next day. The the inhabitants we saw were three strange luminous vehicles or vessels which evolved at high speed above the city. The three machines stopped near the fortress and went down above the waters where they caused the waters to boil and emit a orange-red vapor. To the great stupor of numerous witnesses, two humanoid beings with large heads and large luminous eyes dressed in a red suit with silver scales connected to the flying machines by tubes engaged themselves in several hours of strange work. And they gave an original article in the paper or something at the time. This is the original report from the alien event of August 1608 in Marziel, N- Nice, and Genova. During your investigations in our territories or abroad, you will often find misleading and or falsified information. I don't know if I read about the Amether. It is generally agreed that the Amether is the most important race, not only to of the, of the Council, but also amongst all known races. They are the related to the Solipsi Rai but much older and advanced in all levels. They were one of the founder races of the council. They met with U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower on three different occasions. They also met with two high-ranking USSR leaders in three different occasions. And they tried, they do not force anything upon humans, to meet with USA President Richard Nixon, but he refused, claiming that it would be too dangerous as they could maybe read his mind and find out about delicate national security secrets conter- concerning USSR. Like, really? I'm confused. Okay, sorry. I was just reading some comments over there. Um. So, yeah. That's basically your Council of Five. We have the Amether. Now, these are weird-looking little suckas. That's the Amether. He's smirking, though. He's got a nice vibe. All right? He's got a nice vibe. He seems nice. And then, that's one of the Council of Five, okay? They just said, that's what I was just reading about. They're the most important being in the Council. They're one of the only ones that said anything about Now, this being a Raiden or Redden. Some of the pictures aren't the best. But you guys get the gist. To me, he seemed he came off like a Lemurian. White skin, white hair, pride blue eyes, the attire. It just kind of screams Telos. But I'm not sure. Maybe that's just another name for him. Redden. But I thought I thought he really screamed Lemurian. Um, because I hadn't heard anything about the Lemurian in any of this. Now, I know I've seen this guy in a movie. I just know I have. I just can't remember which one. Jinvo. That's another one of the Council of Five. I thought they were kind of interesting. Another one of the Council of Five. Okay, and like I said, there's very little information known about these guys the council of five, but they, it is known that they do exist and, and they are some of the most, um, I just showed you the other one that looked like Aztec, uh, descent. And then this is the last one. Now I've heard, I've seen photos and stuff of these, like they almost look gray, but they're not. And I think generally people are probably scared of them. But yeah, there you go. That's pretty much the Council of Five. Those are the ones that protect mankind from the evil alien factions that are hoping to... I mean, they've already infiltrated pretty much. But um, a couple of them are hoping to uh, actually colonize Earth as well. So, so this is pretty cool. Images 1, 2, and 3 show commemorative coins. No transaction value from three different families. They depict three ships from two alien races. A Western European magazine tried to debunk these by stating that they simply represented each family's shield. Further research proved that the images did not match any of the family's shields. Two different families would never use the same pattern. These images do not match any shield of the era. These images match well-known and reported extraterrestrial ships. Check this out. I thought these were pretty neat. Ancient ass coins right here, but you can almost see, you know? Huh. Check them out. You can see the e- the spaceships. You know, one up top. These have been also kind of stricken or hidden. From society, you can see the spaceships there, right there, and then he's pointing up a one. Pretty cool. Yeah, they get they get into some hella hell grimy detail about shit on, in this book. It's really neat. Um, they cover a lot. Okay, so in 2003, China National Space Station received the reply from the Pioneer plaques sent in 1972 and 73 aboard the Pioneer 10-11. and 11. Despite many requests and offers, I don't really, that means nothing to me. In 1985, alien races delivered documents and video. Oops, I'm sorry, I'm half-assed out of the camera, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, documents and video to the UN. Secretary General Javier Perez de Sular showing evidence of several planets within Earth's solar system that had. Oh, this was crazy. I'm going to reread this. In 1985, three alien races delivered documents and video to the UN Secretary General Javier Perez de Sular showing evidence of several planets within the Earth's solar system that had a daily average temperature of 32 degrees Celsius are 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Now that's crazy. When I read that, I was like, ding. Life on other planets, almost probably all of them. 89 degrees Fahrenheit average on several planets within our solar system. That's crazy. This was a weird one. Being invited into Freemasonry. Tagged you on TikTok, having to do with your German cool. Mission Center has an for research on the alien movements to harness their knowledge. I always watch video. Awesome. I appreciate that. Beings on different planets interact with each other in trading or collaboration. They do. Absolutely. Eh, makes sense, I guess. Whoa, I got my first comment. It actually passed, huh? Maybe I had, no. That wouldn't make sense. We are travelers, but not of time, but three dimensionally. No, I don't. No spaceship has ever left our solar system. Okay. No, they haven't told us everything. Ships have been down in South America and the aliens within were hunted down by military and killed or captured. Many eyewitnesses reported police, and private citizens. You know, I wonder if it's because I left my... I bet it is. You know what? I bet it's because I left my life. This is why my, my comments froze over here. I bet it's because I left my life. Just curious. Okay, so this is case number 737. In August 21st, 1957, a Caucasian woman was found near Lafia. She was not dressed matching the area nor the time period. She was taken to a local Dutch landowner and interrogated. Reports say that she claimed to be Captain Benjamin Briggs' wife, Sarah. Captain Benjamin Briggs was the captain of the Mary Celeste, a British-American merchant ship that was discovered on December 4th, 1872 in the Atlantic Ocean, unmanned and apparently abandoned. What? She committed U.S.I. the next, that same night. That seems to be the case with all these weird cases. When people disappear and then come back, they always take their self at the end. They always end themselves. Very weird. I like that story. That's a good one. That's a good one. I wish these pictures weren't blurry. Reptilian shapeshift in progress. Those are edited. 4000 BC Ukraine yeah there's showing pictures of a ship that they found reverse engineered attack Our agents estimate that nearly 65% of all aliens and UFO related websites on the internet are government owned and ran. In this case of USA, only websites that number jumps to 83% and in Europe 70. In USA, 35% of those websites are ran by NSA, CIA. In the so-called Area 51, there are members unknown or in the so called area 51, there are members number unknown. Of four different races forcibly co- cooperating with humans and reptilians as far as we know none of those members are either high-ranking or have a significant importance in their fields of expertise the Mater and humans conduct security services and support to the base 24-7 and the Mater are evil there's more than one race conducting ops on the big white thing in the sky. The main race in that are the Indugut, and induct. Indu oh tall whites. Tall whites. The Methale also have at least one base on the surface on what we call the dark side of Earth's satellite. Many of the the tall whites, human abductees are there. They end up either as slaves for mining or or as what they call Johns and Marys, but their official name is Students M. The Students M are abductees that reveal a high, higher level of intelligence and are willing participants or become that in their agenda and plans. It is estimated that four in ten, four in each 10 abductees become students, the rest slaves. Some of those slaves go on to work on other planets. The students after training Return to Earth to assume leadership roles in human society. Interesting. How most alien bases on the satellite are built. And how some look from above. Ha! Huh. Crazy. I think I read this last time. Yeah, I talked about the alien. Okay. I talked about the attack on the reptilians. Okay. We're kind of covering... We got to where we covered most of the book. The alien dicks it. She the Ramsay, which are the cone heads basically. Yeah, pretty much uh I tell you guys, I think this book, I don't know where it even originated. It's weird. I do, but you know how it's still out there, right? Just the fact that it's still out there is, um, crazy in itself, uh, very intriguing, very, it's got me thinking, hella, it got me definitely thinking, um, and there's a lot, like, going on around the world right now, um, I don't know if y'all watched Joe Rogan, but he posted something pretty interesting, uh, about the cycle of man on, on his, uh, his Facebook page, and I was like, that's funny. It's like he said, hard times make strong men, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times, and the cycle continues, right? Or soft men, he called it. Good times, and we're in that, we're in that good times, soft men era, right? But, uh, no, um, you guys see me wearing like, this, uh, Obsidian bracelet and stuff. My one of my friends, fan, follower, friend. She's my friend though. We she's been watched. She's been following me for a long time now, but she sent me some really cool stuff. Uh, this uh, white quartz necklace, which I'm wearing right now. Uh, I wear it under my because it's, you know, it's Braille. It's it's very very fragile, but yeah, it's uh pretty cool. She sent me all this information with it. Um, this supposedly is one of the it's a Tibetan. They're like a, I mean she called it an acorn. She's like it looks like an acorn. This was supposedly blessed by a Tibetan monk, right? And they're supposed to be really good vibes, like bring prosperity, wealth, all this stuff. Um, Really cool. White Quartz is supposed to make you a better public speaker. More in tune with self. Protected. Good vibes. Um, Universal Stone, which enhances energy. Healing properties. So White Quartz is pretty interesting. It has a mesmerizing look and brings health to the person who wears it. Uh, definitely cool stuff that you guys, I don't know if you guys are fans of that you want to look into, but very cool stuff. Helps to deal with post, uh, yeah, helps to deal with post breastfeeding problems. I won't have that issue, but strengthens bones and helps against caries, series, series, relieves pain, helps in the work of the pituitary gland and protects against infection. The healing properties of white crystal or quartz are numerous. Then she gave me, she gave me every, she gave me, she sent these lists with all of it. Tiger's eye, which was really cool. Tiger's eye was neat to read about. That's this one. And I, you're supposed to cleanse them and stuff. Like serious guys, I've, I've been kind of getting into like the spiritual and holistic and all that and the vibes. Um, I did this earlier. Burn some sage, right? Burn some sage. Pretty cool. Uh, She did a moonlight cleansing of... I guess when you receive crystals or anything like that, um, that's supposed to have intent, you should always cleanse them. She did a moonlight cleansing, but uh, I went ahead and cleansed everything with sage as well. And then kind of blessed my area, but... Pretty cool stuff. I've never done it before, but... You know, why not, right? Why not? Uh... And also she gave me this, this wood. It's got it's pungent. Um, what's it called? Palo Santos. Palo Santos wood. This is supposed to be like real blessing and divine. Um, good vibes, cleansing. Palo Santos. Pretty interesting stuff. No, she sent me all this stuff, it was really cool. Um, The golden stone that shakes off the shackles of anxiety for both the body and the mind, Tiger's Eye, is amazing at making you cut out the self-doubt so you can make decisions from a place of clarity, best used for courage, focus, prosperity, and protection. Tiger's Eye is a member of the Chalcedony Mineral Class family. It has a silky luster and an opaque transparency. Commonly a metamorphic rock that comes in the shades of reddish brown with iron stripes This mean the meaning of tiger's eyes, self-confidence, and inner strength. Then she got me the amethyst, or am... I think that's how you say it. Amethyst, or amethyst, feast, theist. I think that's how you say it. Um, physical, immune boost, deeper sleep, migraines, intuition, spiritual intuition, third eye awakening, reduces negative energetic influences, emotional, balanced emotions, calm, mind, courage, decision making. It glitters across the spectrum, this purplish stone, can be pale and pink or hue in hue as deep as violet as a dream. The mineral quartz is rarely a constant. One stone can hold a whole host of varying shades and for this reason it's considered one of the most beautiful crystal quartzes in the whole world. Far from a stagnant one. Amethyst can change with the rise and fall of light or when placed in different temperatures. It evolves well with the body and because of this it is closely connected to our conscious experience of life. And then, last one, Rose Quartz. Perfect in pink and providing deep, sweet healing to the heart chakra. Cool, right here. I've never really done much on the crystals and stuff, but I just received some of them and I was really appreciative because I mean, Literally, this is like a white gold chain, y'all. She's so sweet. Hooked it up. And I've I've honestly, it's kind of pushed me to want to start meditating. I guess these are really rare. I guess these are really rare. These are like 300 to 1,000 bucks. These Tibetan blessed. Little acorns if you want. There's a name for them, I'm sure, but I have to look it up. She sent stuff for it, and I got to read it. But uh, Rose Quartz is for those who are ready to restore trust, harmony, and unconditional love back into their inner world, best used for healing emotional wounds, cultivating divine love, improving compassion, and friendships. The Rose Quartz Stone is strongly attached to both the heart and the throat chakra, but it's not a stone that simply rests in romance. Rose Quartz speaks softly to all kinds of love from healing, communication with family, to developing a deeper bond with spouses and friends, and even bringing sweeter notes of self-care into the world. Cool. Pretty neat stuff, huh? I love it. She said, let's meditate. Leanne Lilly. Add me on Facebook. Add my real Facebook. Or message me, I'll send it to you. So, Amethyst. Amethyst? Amethyst. 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 Okay, thank you for your help with that. Thank you for helping me with that. I'm not perfect. I don't know all. Sometimes I get words wrong. So, um, I'm going to wrap the live up for tonight on that note. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, It was a little uh, different than normal. I kind of got into some stuff. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the stories. Hope you enjoyed the content. I hope you enjoyed the... um, perspective on things and maybe made you think a little bit as well. Uh, thank you so much for coming out, guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate all your support. I uh, couldn't do it with you guys. All you guys over here, please do me a solid. Go to my YouTube, subscribe, check out my content there, and uh, we will keep on rocking and keep on vibing, right? So uh, always leave you with this. Don't ever forget that sometimes truth is absolutely stranger than fiction, alright? Love you guys, good night, and uh, look forward to a video tomorrow, should be, or within the next day, uh, maybe even alive. I'm gonna find more content and keep rolling. I got tear papers too, I wanna do the tear papers. Um, there's a couple other things, so love you guys, rock on, stay in the light.